I'm here too this time. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fine. No, no. No.
outside of the, the terror, you, you talk about the great stuff. Because personally, I never went to any sort of sex party until there was like a class that I wanted to learn. Of course, that was because I had bars to go to in Seattle that had play parties kind of intermixed with the just bar night. We have fetish nights in Seattle all the time. I think the social aspect was the draw. The sex aspect is why people stayed and had fun and dressed up like there was a theme about it. And I think that's the, the, the bigger difference maybe today versus, versus back then. And I'd be curious to hear from audience members as they ask questions. But like the best part of the sex party was learning skills. And it was always, it was always bondage related for me. But they had, at least in Seattle, they had like fisting nights at the, at the specific CSPC, the sex for sex positive culture in Seattle. But again, the bar nights were where most of the fun, sexy times happened. And then you took the bottoming home so that you could, you know, the actual sex sex home with whoever you found at the bar. But that's, that's personally just how I experienced the sex club. Uh, our first question from the audience member who does not want to be seen, so I'll, I'll go ahead and repeat it. Um, how do you become a proper proper dom? Like, do you fake it till you make it? Like, how do you get that confidence the first time you're topping or doming in that kind of sex party scene? Oh, and people will talk, and you, you will be known as that guy who did that one thing at that party.
Uh, can I ask a question though? Pig, you're a top? <laughs> There's a butt. I actually have a follow-up for that question. I, I'm speaking for the audience again. Do you have to be a bottom to be a top? Do you have to bottom to top? You guys look so confused. Do you have to bottom in a, so do you have to bottom in a certain kind of thing, do you think, to be a good top? Can you talk a little bit about etiquette, about asking for people to demonstrate or show you or do something to you at an event such as this? Or skills. If you want to learn, show you, yeah, learn, learn to take a skill or... For example, let's role play. Hello, insert leather man, uh, expletive honorific. I am not good at bondage and I would really love to learn. How, how can I learn in this space that we are currently in? This is terrible role play space. <laughs> so if someone comes up to you at a bar or a scene, kind of, or even in a dungeon and they want to learn a thing that you're actively doing, hopefully you're not actively doing it at
Well, and if you're trying to learn, I don't know that a play party is a perfect place for that. I, I think that you need to set aside a coffee date where you like you actually have a conversation. Like, what are your wants and needs? What are the will wants, won'ts? What are the things that you're actually wanting to learn? Because in a loud bar or a loud play space, flashing lights, loud music is not conductive or conducive to learning properly. Yeah, it depends on the space. Like, it depends. It depends. Yeah. Read, read, read the body language of the people, but also of the space. There are, like, play spaces will have spaces to, like, chill out or clean up or cool down. Don't do it on the floor. Like, if people are actively having fun and being, like, down and dirty, you don't want to interrupt that and change the vibe of the energy of the room. Next question from the audience, what do you do when there's an accident, an injury, or something goes awry at a party? And if you're bottoming, don't be afraid to stop the scene. You're all gonna have a lot of like, I don't wanna ruin it for everyone, I, especially if you're new. Like, I don't wanna be known as the guy that, you know, stopped the scene. Do you wanna be known as the guy who passed out and the ambulance was called? Like, it's better to stop the scene and call the safe word than it is to like, cause an even bigger scene, not a good scene, that, that was caused because you were not taking care of your own health first and foremost.
So you were risk aware? At Varkin Co., pigs make us happy, so we want to make them happy. We have a wide selection of top brands and handmade floggers, exotic wooden paddles, and humidors for cigar aficionados. No matter how you identify, we at Varkin Co. have just the right piece for you. Because after all, we work hard to make pigs happy, because pigs make us happy. <laughs> Uh, okay, this is, you know, take it however you want. Um, what's the appropriate movies or videos to be playing in a dungeon or play space? Can you play, and the second part of his question, are classics okay? Whatever happened to Baby Jane, you know? Can you, what movies can you get in there? I didn't bring the breakfast because you didn't eat your dinner. So you're talking about uh, movies on the monitors? Of the yeah, places. like if you get, yeah. Well, hopefully sexy ones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's appropriate to have. Smells, smells can take you out. Smells can take you out, yeah. And I, I don't mean like bad smells, like there's, I, I don't mind a good body odor, but like, you know, some, some Axe body spray is not gonna do it for me. Don't come in there with like fragrant things all over your body.
the question being, what's going to take you out of a scene in a play space, though? Oh God, was it one of those radio DJs that has like buttons for like, hey, hey, hey. You love rules so you can break them. Mm. Uh, you talked about some things to do to uh, get in the right headspace to come in, and your first time at a play party, this is how you do it. What are you guys have been to many play parties, have done it for years. What are some of the most epic fails that you've either seen or been involved with that people can learn from? And he's okay. He's fine. Okay, there you go. Yeah. And, and the rules. 
speaking of rules, like some, some dungeons have rules that if you come in there with spiked toes or a collar with locking pegs on it, you're breaking some rules in some dungeons. another question from the audience who shall not be named how do you get consent at an event like this or at a play party like what is that process yeah cruising let's talk about cruising maybe in that as well because some of y'all are really bad at cruising
And if you're the type that's not good at flirting in person, uh, dating apps exist. And sometimes events will have little like RSVP forums. I know on Scruff they do, which is a great way to like see who's going to be there. And maybe if you're much more better at texting or negotiating that way, that's a great way to get that all written down in, in, in like a format that you can digest. And honestly, some people are just better at words than they are at speaking. So going back to injuries that happen at a play party, say you're at a play party and someone falls, but you're not involved in that scene. What should you do 
if you're playing in the dungeon? Do I have to stop and leave? Can I continue playing? How
So first time at Gear Up Weekend, and earlier you talked about anxiety and some of that maybe social anxiety. Some people are more extroverted, some are more introverted like myself. I like socializing up to a point, and then I get social overload. And does this happen to you at play parties, and what do you do to handle that situation?
So I think some of us in a mixed play party environment have had this experience where you're topping, you're getting into a hot scene, you're connected with your bottom, and someone comes up and starts going, fuck yeah, hit him harder, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you realize this person's really enthusiastic, but maybe they haven't acculturated in the same way that you have to this sort of environment. Um, how do you politely deflect someone who's very insistent about participating, but do it in a way that doesn't make them bounce off the scene altogether, that brings them into the fold as opposed to, you know, knock them out? Another from the audience. Um, how do you voyeur ethically, if you're more of a voyeuristic person who likes to go to a party like this? Read the room. Be respectful. Like it's 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 a it's I think it's a tonal thing. Like you know if someone wants to be watched, and you know if someone is busy, and you know if you bothered someone in the scene, especially. But like, I just think it's common courtesy to like you know read the room, see what everyone else is doing, and just if you're ever unsure, just step back and and follow the vibe of everyone yeah. else. Don't stop the scene and be like, hey, can I, can I watch? Is, this, is am I bugging you? Excuse me.
Uh, following up on that, another question from the audience. What happens when you are being an ethical voyeur and the scene's done and you want to like applaud or give congratulations? Like, how do you do that? How do you approach someone after a scene? But if Graylin purses his lips, then... <laughs> of course, there's the pursing of the lips. Catastrophe. <laughs> What's one of the most memorable scenes or scenes that you remember that just blew your mind when you're watching it for the first time or someone was kind of walking you through that? Watching one, experiencing one, being in one, any part of that.
Another question for the audience is asking, how do you gauge the appropriateness of your scene? With so many people in one shared space or a dungeon, like how, how do you balance what is appropriate but still hot and sexy but isn't going to intrude on other people? And I think on that, like, it's not just appropriateness either. Sometimes it's space. Like, there are designated spaces in some dungeons or, or, or play areas that are specific to the bondage or that are specific to mess or that are specific to this or that. If someone's using the bondage rig and you're like, I want to use it, I mean, there's probably, like, a at least some sort of protocol of, like, taking turns, but don't jump on it if someone's using that as well. Space is a real thing. Get a, take a ticket. Get a ticket system. Like. Is there a way to like put a quarter on the arcade machine to be like I'm next? Like put a flogger over the bar or something?
So I've got one last question to close us out today before we before we say our goodbyes. What is one tip that you have for any dungeon or play space goer? Like whether it's their first time, their last time, like what's your one tip for anyone going to a play party? He's going through his list. Let him go through his list. And I will say, don't, don't, don't focus on the cum shot. Like, don't focus on getting off as the only gauge of having a good time. Like, that should, you should be more focused on having fun than on ejaculating, you know? And I think that can, if, you, if you're fighting that imposter of like, oh, I didn't get off, therefore, oh no, I didn't have a good time, that's, you're ruining the party for not only a few other people maybe, but yourself. And you should be focused on just having a good time.